Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Now on Wednesdays in Hour 1, Mark Levine sits in for me. And on Wednesdays, Hour 2, which this is, Mark and I co-host the show together, and that's why it's good to have my buddy, former legislative counsel to Con- Democratic Congressman Barney Frank in the House Judiciary, Homeland Security, and Financial Services Committees with us. He's in D.C. I'm in L.A. Hey, Mark, how are you? Happy I'm Monday. doing good. I told him you had a big announcement, but I didn't tell him what it was. Well, I am about to make that big announcement. Um, I I thought you could tell by my lead-in there. Um, Well, Mark has been doing such – you have been doing such a great job sitting in for me hour one every Wednesday that I invited Mark to expand that to sitting in for me hour one Monday through Friday. And uh, we are going to uh, start this next Monday, right? Next Monday. Right, And, right. Um, you know, Mark, you're still going to hear the show in the same place. It's going to be the Inside Scoop edition of the show, as you hear Hour 1 every Wednesday. But it'll be Hour 1 uh, throughout the week, uh, Monday through Friday. And uh, just because I want to give you guys a little bit more uh, dose of Mark, and I don't want to give you any taped programming. And uh, as my television schedule gets uh, heavier and I've got more mommy duties to do, this enables me to continue um, to be the great host I can for you with live program and great guests, but also for you to benefit uh, from Mark's take, which is not always the same as mine. And even if it is, it's a different take. We're two different people of two very different styles in two different cities. You know, I'm straight, he's gay. I'm female, he's male. Uh, We don't agree on every issue. And so you're going to hear the inside scoop Monday through Friday in hour one, 3 p.m. Eastern, starting on Monday. And we're both very excited about it. We should play some some celebratory music there. Oh well, I, you, I didn't know that. You got to we got to have that pre. Open the champagne. I want to thank you, Leslie, for this very much for this opportunity. I am very excited to bring the inside scoop, which I've had in Washington D.C. now for more than a decade, uh, and I've been slowly encroaching on the show, on your show, Leslie, and now. Now we've got the full hour, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. Of course, some people hear it delayed, so it's different times and different places. Uh, but, of course, Leslie will still be with you the second two hours. So you still get two hours of Leslie, uh, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time, for those of you listening live. And uh, But I get the first hour. not just And, and you get more or less hour. of us if we're sitting in for each other. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to keep doing that. And Leslie and I will also keep doing shows together because... We have some great shows together. We really do. Some wonderful discussions, you and me. And yeah, and people, and, people really, and people really like it, not just the conversation because we have great chemistry. And sometimes we just, you know, get into things and, you know, a- and ask each other questions because there are issues you know better than I or I know better than you. And then there are times, Israel, for example, uh, where the two of us will uh, butt heads or butt heads on certain uh, portions of a topic or an issue. It does happen. It does. It does. Wow, you sound so much clearer right now. <laughs> oh, I do? Oh, okay. Well, then I'll do it this way. <laughs> yeah, do, do it whatever way you're doing it. It's, it sounds okay. better and it sounds clearer. Um, I'm driving well, home and I decided to... Oh, way. here we go. Here's the celebratory music. Oh, there we go. Celebrate your time. Do you guys want to hear a funny uh, story about this song? I, 
Back in Buff, this is Mark's producer. Yeah, funny story. I was back at Coulter Bay, just completely blasted out of my no, mind. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 that, no. That, those are many stories Secret start story. with that. I was hanging around with the entire Buffalo Bills team. No, God, no, no, no. That, that, that was back in the day, too. <laughs> yes, it doesn't start with that either, but this is a true story. My husband and I have been married 18 years, and I met him, it'll be 19 this June, and I met him, oh, God, 25, 26 years ago. And um, we... We, he had asked me out for New Year's Eve, and my and and at the time I I I wasn't like you know seeing him exclusively or anything. So I said, well, I'll go with you, um, but my roommate's got to go. We got to find her a date. So one night we're at uh, in Miami, Florida, we're at this place called Facade. How 80s can you get? And um, we met these two guys and we were dancing with them. And I said to the one guy, hey. You want to take my roommate out for New Year's Eve? He goes, sure. So um, my now husband looked into tickets for different things. New Year's Eve, you want to do something special, right? If you're not just going to a house party or something. So he bought tickets for the four of us. And then we each, you know, paid him back for our, you know, share. Um, for the celebration New Year's Eve cruise in Miami, Florida, in which you watch the orange drop. Instead of the wow, ball. and um, they played the song "Celebration" all night, <laughs> all night, all wow. night. And to, as a matter of fact, to this day, when it comes on the radio, there are times my husband and I laugh, and there are times that we're not having a good time <laughs> with each other and arguing. It's like shut that song up. <laughs> I could not listen to one song, even if it was my favorite song for an entire night. No, no. It, it got to the point that it, it was beyond comical. Do you know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> you're getting drunk and you're out there. And then it was like, you know, they'd play a song and then they'd rev it up again. And, and, oh, and, and, my gosh. And then people started to quit. Then it never stopped. And people started, it, it, it would have been a bad dream, for, except for the level of inebriation. <laughs> and and it really does. I got to say, it was brilliant on behalf of the uh, cruise company because you drink to get the song out of your head. I could not. It just plays in your head all the time, you know? That's funny. Oh, God. But it's true. It's true. So when I hear this song, I do think of that night. On New Year's Eve. And no, my roommate did not stay with that guy. But I married, you know, my husband and, uh, you know, and um, sometimes if we're at a wedding or something or whatever, a party, if they're playing some throwback music like this song, we will get up and dance. But normally my husband will be like, I got to go to the restaurant. <laughs> I can't, I can't well, hear I this song. I think it's your song now, Leslie, isn't it? Like it <laughs> or not, it's your song. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't know which one he hates more, this one or the theme from Frozen, because he's heard both of them about the same Oh, amount. God, I think everyone with, like, little girls over two years old has heard that a million times. Mark Mark was joking the other day that he doesn't know certain pop culture. Do you know what movie that is, Mark? I know it's a uh, cartoon. Is it Disney? <laughs> it's, like, the most famous recent Disney movie to the point where, like, I think parents want to claw their eyes out when their kids want to watch it the, like, 80th time. Yeah. You know, that's what Finding Nemo was, like yeah, yes. 10, 15 years That's ago. right. I like Finding Nemo. I just want to know, why do they have to kill off one of the parents in the first five minutes of every Disney movie? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I they're, cried they're, during I think Bambi. I, so did I. I, I, I still, I'm still affected from Bambi. I really am. <laughs> I, 
Who would have thought we'd be talking about Bambi finding Nemo and Frozen, you know? But you know what? It kind of goes in line with who we're and what we're going to talk about, no joke, in this yeah, that's hour. that's true. Okay, because the guy we're going to talk about in this hour, he loves cartoon characters, fictitious characters, child stories like Dr. Seuss, right? And Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, and, of course, we're going to talk about uh, Ted Cruz in uh, this hour. Um, we're going to talk about a bunch of things. He was born in Canada. And um, I, 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 and we're going to talk about how Ted Cruz is probably one of the biggest hypocrites when it comes to Obamacare. Uh, but stick around. So, Mark, are, are are we ready to move into Ted? Absolutely. Now, I did a full disquisition the first hour on the whole birther nonsense, but I didn't I didn't address his hypocrisy over Obamacare. So I'm well, looking forward to that. I, I want to talk about the, the the birther thing just a bit with you because it's okay. on on the agenda. One and two, not everybody listening. Uh, in the first hour, here's us the second or second, the first, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. So, first of all, um, let, let, let's play some uh, – should, should we start with the uh, audio and Obamacare guys and then go into uh, the birther stuff? Or uh, briefly do I would the... say if you're going to do the birther, do the birther, and then the Obamacare audio can lead into the Obamacare topic with Cruz. Okay, sounds good. So, um, uh, for, first of all, there are people out there still – that question, Mark, as you know, whether or not President Obama is a, a true American, if he was born in the United States, where he was born because his father is from Kenya. Uh, he lived in as a child in Indonesia. You know, as, as, as many kids, quite frankly, there are many kids out there or adults now who when they were children who come from military families who've lived all over the world on military bases. Um you know, we know that uh, John – well, we'll get to John McCain in a second. But President Barack Obama was born in Hawaii. Um, that has been proven. And John McCain, although not born in the United States, was born on a military base. If you're born on a military base, then – I think I should interrupt just because I'm in Washington, D.C. studios, and I see, I believe, Barack Obama passed a huge motorcade of cars and cops. Uh, and it, it's got to be, I don't even think they give Biden this much treatment. So uh, that's one of the advantages of living in Washington, D.C. You see the president a lot more than often. It's happening literally right now as I'm waiting in traffic. And I just thought I just could yell that. out to him. We think Ted Cruz is coming on to Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll tell him. I don't think you'll hear me, but I'll tell him. Anyway, I had to interrupt. Just say Leslie right said now. and then tell him to play the song Celebration. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. After that. Um, Ted Cruz was born in Canada. So, so, that, so then I understand, Mark, because my understanding was if one, certainly if both of your parents are American, no matter where you are born, you are automatically an American. But is that a – right? Because my best friend is British, but her That's husband's correct. American, and all three of her children are American citizens and British citizens and Italian citizens uh, because she happens to be an Italian citizen as well, and one of her children was born uh, in Italy. Um, but her, you know, because her husband's uh, American, he's an expat in uh, the UK working there and they live there in London. Um, all three of their uh, children are American, but does that make them a naturalized? Most people consider naturalized American or uh, American born and naturalized, um, two different things, same thing, it, you know, based on the constitution is that definition uh, is it gray? Is there a gray area that's up for and open for argument? Yeah, as, as I said the first hour, there is a gray area. The clearly 
natural born, which is what the Constitution uses as a qualification to run for president, uh, natural born can mean one of two things. It doesn't mean naturalized. You can't uh, have been born not a United States citizen and become one and run for president uh, unless you take one of my uh, fancy arguments on the 14th Amendment that no one's accepted. But basically, natural born means either born in the United States or born in the United States in territories or, like you said, your friends born abroad, but to at least one American parent. It has to mean the latter for Ted Cruz to legally run for president. Okay. So um, legally he can because he was born to an American. He therefore is American wherever he is, even though he wasn't born on American soil. It's not clear that it's legally he can. The United States Supreme Court has never... No, wait, 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 wait. We, we, we've, you just defined natural, a natural, not naturalized... A natural-born citizen doesn't necessarily have to be born in the United States because that's not specified. That's ambiguous. I believe that the actually the correct interpretation of that clause of the Constitution is a natural-born citizen is someone who is born into citizenship. In other words, born in the United States or born to a parent abroad who, who's American. That's my interpretation. But the United States Supreme Court has never actually ruled on their interpretation of that clause. Do, do, you, do, you, think, do you think with families being more mobile and kids being born uh, to military families and people from different countries marrying Americans or Americans marrying people from different countries that the Supreme Court will have to take this up and define it specifically at some point? They may. I mean, we'll see if someone challenges Ted Cruz. Uh, he'd be the perfect one. I do know this. I know that, that Romney's father, George Romney, ran for president in 1968. And George Romney was born in Mexico to uh, American parents. And in Ted Cruz's case, he only has one American parent. So he would be the furthest reaches of that clause. And someone may well challenge him. Now, I've told you that I think, and I want to be fair to people, uh, it's just not that I want to be fair to Ted Cruz, but I want to be fair to anyone who wants to run for president. I think natural born should include anyone who's born abroad. But that's Mark Levine, and I don't serve the Supreme Court. And they have never ruled on the question. And it could go the other way. It could go to the idea that you have to be born in the United States or in the United States in its territories. They've never ruled on it. Okay, so if somebody brings it up, and somebody might think a Democrat would bring it up because, you know, Ted Cruz, uh, you know, wants to run on this, right? Uh, but um, we're going to take a break. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. We will be back, and we will be talking more about Mr. Ted Cruz. And we are back. I'm Leslie Marshall in Los Angeles. He's Mark Levine in Washington, D.C., and we co-host every hour to every hump day on Wednesdays here on the only true democracy in talk radio. Um, Mark, we were talking about uh, Ted Cruz and that Ted Cruz was born in Canada. Some people say, so what? So so let, let's take some calls, and then I want to talk about a couple of things I threw out before the break. Uh, let's start with Maurice and Virginia Line 2. Maurice, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. What's your take on uh, the, um, you know, Ted Cruz and people questioning his birth? Well, the first thing I would say is that if it's proven that Ted Cruz is qualified for running for president, which it appears he is qualified. It should be an open and shut case. I think the problem for the right wing is that this issue with Ted Cruz becomes like almost like a hypocrisy smart bomb on how they've attacked President Obama and his place of birth. Uh, if you really look at it, President Obama has more claim to be an American than Ted Cruz since he was actually born in the United States. So for Cruz to now be a candidate for president, 
and they're questioning, you know, his legitimacy, which they shouldn't be, it really becomes a point of hypocrisy because if Ted Cruz was a Democrat, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this would be one of the first issues that Republicans would be used would use against a Democratic nominee. But since it's a Republican, you're not going to hear any other talk from them as it relates to his place of birth. All right, Mark? I have nothing to say. I couldn't agree more. I think Maurice is 150% correct. So I got nothing to add. I, well said, Maurice. Um, you know, apparently uh, uh, Donald Trump is uh, jumping in on this one, too, right? A big birther <laughs> of Obama. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's... my God. What a clown. Yeah. What a clown. No, he is. I mean, actually. At least he's consistent. This is yeah. Mark, the producer. But, yeah, yeah, at least he's consistent. No, he he, he, he is. Because he... Uh, he, he, Donald Trump is going birther on Ted Cruz, just like he did on President Good Barack Obama. For... This may be the first time I've ever said this in public. Good for Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, bad. I've never, bad. I've never... We... Okay, we will be back. Uh, don't go away. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. If you're holding, hang tight. And if Maurice says more, we'll come back to him. If not, we're moving on. We've got other callers. If you want to join us, 888-6-LESLIE's the number. Don't go away. We are back. We are talking about Ted Cruz, born in Canada, American parents. But, you know, it's the Ted Cruz gang and lovers that questioned President Barack Obama's birth. So here's the thing. Some of us think, well, it's only fair that we get copies of his birth certificate. And it's it's only fair that we have this conversation, maybe all the way up to the Supreme Court. But then some people say, should we even stoop that low? Mark Levine is my co-host every hour two on Wednesday. It's hour two, Wednesday and hump day. Mark's in D.C. I'm in L.A. Mark, Maurice had more to say. Maurice, thank you for holding. Welcome back there in Virginia on line two. Maurice, yeah, go ahead. You had something else you wanted to add. I don't think that we need to stoop to that level of demagoguery that the right practices on, our, on a consistent basis. If anything, with the Cruz issue reveals, it's a level of hypocrisy that resides in the right from the standpoint that, you know, if we can't have a vigorous debate about facts, there's so much that they do is based off fairy tales and not facts. The whole birth of movement was a thinly veiled racial attack against the president. And now in the very next presidential election, one of their nominees is in the same situation, and they have absolutely nothing to say about it because it completely blows up the hypocrisy that they were practicing against the president with the whole birtherism movement. So if they could keep their base motivated with facts and not fairy tales, I don't think they would have the need to use this demagoguery to keep their base motivated for electoral issues. That's all I have. And thank you for your call. All right, Maurice. Thank you very much. Mark, anything to Maurice's point? One of the things, though, is we really couldn't have a birther movement because Ted Cruz, we know, was born in Canada. So what would providing his birth certificate prove? Prove he's not born in the United States, which we all already know. Right, but it would be interesting because, it, you know, the, the, the people who are like, oh, well, we don't know if it's Hawaii or if it's Kenya. Uh, Barack Obama's mother is an American citizen. If Barack Obama had been born in Kenya... Or in, in, or in Indi- Indi- or Indonesia, right? Or, Indi- or anywhere, anywhere on the globe, anywhere on planet Earth, or Mars, for that matter, he would be in exactly the same situation as Ted Cruz. Uh, one thing to be clear, Ted Cruz's father... Is was not an American citizen. He was Cuban. In fact, people joke. That right, Ted his Cruz, mother. His mother. His mother was. His mother was an American citizen. Right. So Ted Cruz proves that the only way a Latino can can win can for presidency maybe has to be born in Canada. But uh, the, the point is, is that no matter where Barack Obama was born, because no one disputes his mother's place of birth, then he would be in exactly the same situation as Ted Cruz. 
And like I said, other than Donald Trump, I don't hear any birthers complaining about Ted Cruz. All right, let's take some more calls on this, and we go next to David in Illinois, Line 5. David, good afternoon. Look at it, about the Ted Cruz issue, um, I don't know if he has signed. Has he required to sign official statements that he's running for president? He announced that he's running for yes. president, and, and so has. therefore he has signed those statements. Thank you, Mark. If he has, he has signed statements. Yes. yes. Uh, if he signed statements, he's made it official. He should be forced under federal law. They don't have any such provision. They should have a provision. He must reveal within 24 hours all his sources of income that he received from persons other than himself and including himself, uh, the amount of money he's using to run for president. What do you, what do you think, well, there are ca- There are campaign finance disclosure laws, and he will be required to disclose most of them. Part of the problem is is that after the Citizens United decision, which, of course, I, you and I, Leslie, both think is a horrible decision, after that decision, there's something called independent expenditures, which means that people can advocate, and he doesn't have to disclose right. it because he's not technically coordinated. Yeah, the other thing is, Dave, but David, David, to your point, what, sorry to quote Hillary here, what difference does it make? And I say that because you know, Americans don't seem to really care who gives who money unless, for example, they hate Hillary and they hate the Clintons. And now they're like, oh, foreign people gave money to the Clinton Foundation, even though that had nothing to do with, you know, Hillary's uh, campaign chest. So wh- why would why would him, even if it was required or you feel it should be required, why would that make a difference? The reason it makes a difference is the law should apply equally to everybody. This idea that people can raise money and not have to reveal their sources of income I see. is absolutely detestable. Do you feel, the, uh, Mark, doesn't the law apply to all candidates equally? It, it does, but uh, where the caller's right is that there's two kinds of funds. They're the funds that go directly to his campaign, which do have to be disclosed equally among everyone. And then there's this loophole, this massive loophole blown open by the Citizens United decision. The super, allows, the, the money that's funneled through super PACs, right? Exactly. Funneled through super PACs. And as long as they don't coordinate with the Cruz campaign, which is a very difficult and almost impossible thing to prove, uh, you can have foreigners, you can have Koch brothers, you can have all kinds of people throwing money in. That's the problem. And that applies equally to all candidates. But I would close that loophole shut. The idea that the candidates can have massive amounts of money behind them, um, you know, it's just got to be in the law. It probably isn't, as you just said. They should have to reveal almost immediately, within 24 hours, all of their sources of income up to that point. And beyond that point, if their candidacy continues, they must reveal within 24 hours all of the sources of their money, and it should apply equally to persons of any party. Yeah, they don't have to do it within 24 hours, but they do have to do it within a reasonable period of time. I think the first uh, filing is due. It's done quarterly, like April. Yeah, just like with taxes. It's the no, same thing. It shouldn't thing. be. It should be, right. have to be immediate. But I, I don't think that – but I, I hear you, and I, and I hear your passion for it, but I don't think that would make a, a difference. I think people that love Ted Cruz don't care, and I, people, people that hate Ted Cruz will just be, like, uh, you know, putting more fuel on their fire. Mark, do you agree with me? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's important to know who's funding a candidate, which is why I would get rid of these 527s. I would get rid of Susan United. Unfortunately, that's going to require either a, a new Supreme Court justice appointed by a Democrat 
So if a Democrat wins, hopefully we'll finally get a 5-4 court that's liberal. Uh, or it will require a constitutional amendment because Citizens United, this is one of the awful things Citizens United did. It brought in all this secret money. Well, by the way, actually, you know what? It wouldn't require that. There is a law, excuse me, a bill that's been proposed in Congress called the Disclose Act. And the Disclose Act would require candidates to disclose all of this funding, whether, you know, with the campaign formally or off the shelf or any way. And uh, the Republicans filibustered that bill when the Democrats proposed it. And now, of course, the Congress is even more Republican than it used to be. But the Democrats are on record as supporting transparency when it comes to campaign finance. The Republicans are on the record as opposing it. Um, uh, Anything else, David? Yeah, so the other thing about uh, Ted Cruz, and it applies to any member of the United States Congress, is uh, within, um, uh, let me see, I would say any person who is a member of the United States Congress and who signs the papers according to law about the time period when they signed to be a candidate officially for uh, a president or vice president, that person is considered to have resigned his or her position in the U.S. Congress immediately. Now, that's interesting because there's been a lot of precedent on that one. And, and, uh, and, and, and actually, I would agree with that because if you elect somebody to do a job and they're spending a year out of that job to campaign, especially for somebody in the House, I mean, it's a two-year term. It takes six months for them to learn the ropes and their way around, and six months later they're campaigning. That's not what people elected that individual to do. And how can they give it all their all uh, to focus on legislation on a federal level and, quite frankly, uh, to make decisions that benefit their constituents at their, at their, in their states or their districts at home? Uh, you just can't do it if, if your focus is completely on, you know, me, myself, and I and running. It would require a new law. Uh, senators, governors, uh, elected officials have for decades in American history, probably for centuries, run and not given up their seats. So uh, I understand where you're both coming from, but it's not the law. It would have to require a change in law. I'm sure that it's true, and a change like this should have been brought into effect a long, long time ago. And we should review very carefully the U.S. Constitution, which is, you know, a poorly written document, because according to Thomas Jefferson, he said of all of the defects in the Constitution, the biggest defect was about the judiciary. He didn't believe in life tenure for the judges, and he didn't believe that the federal Supreme Court should have control over every court case in the country. And I think that's to Jefferson's credit that he stood for those kind of uh, ideas. And the idea that somebody should be uh, a member of the U.S. Senate and be be able to, uh, oh, by the way, concerning this uh, Citizens United issue, if the United States Congress had wanted to do it, they could have passed a measure to overturn that Supreme Court decision and make it null and void? Well, that would be tough, because it was based under the Constitution. The Supreme Court, and I think it was a wrong-headed, terrible, stupid decision, but uh, they based it on the First Amendment. So um, they can get around a lot of it. As I said, the Disclose Act would at least require it to be transparent. But if you really want to nail a whole shut in the Citizens United decision, it would require either a new justice on the court or a constitutional amendment. All right. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Um, let's. Uh, can we take one more before the break, guys, or no? Let's go to Jack in Louisiana, line four. Jack, uh, good afternoon. Now, um, it's just been a few days since Ted Cruz announced. And, uh, Jack, a lot of people out there say this guy's being attacked, but is he be- has, has he been attacked as much as Hillary Clinton, who hasn't announced? 
Uh, well, to be fair, and I am a conservative. I guess you you know that already. But uh, no. But but Hillary has been in the public eye since the 80s, also. Well, yeah, she's been in the public eye longer, so but Ted, has, Ted Cruz has not only been in the public eye, he's put himself in the public eye before this. Right, I, I, I don't disagree with that, but Hillary has done the same thing. So she's she's put herself in the public eye since the 80s and in some pretty important positions. So she, now, now, so people understand, best. Jack, because I know what you tell my um, uh, producer who screens the calls, uh, you know, one of my producers, Andrew, um, you you feel that this guy there's just been you know so much attack of this guy, but do you think it's fair, being that this guy makes proposals yet you know he pretty much single handedly you know led the charge that uh, led to the shutdown of our government. Uh, two, we're going to talk about after this break how he is going to be signing up for Obamacare yet he is trying very hard and has been to dismantle it, and and some of his, the stance that he has on. On other issues, don't you think he has brought this upon him himself? And some people might say, well, good or bad, as long as your name is out there, because name recognition is the number one reason people vote, you might actually like that his name is out there and that people are saying it a lot, even if it's for negative reasons. Well, I think that's part of it. And, and as far as for him signing up for Obamacare, I, I, I can't give you a reason why he did that, other than to prove that a, a member of Congress or a member of no, we'll talk. We'll talk about why he did that after the break. But so, sure. so, so, what's your what's your take on on Cruz? I know you're conservative. Not every conservative likes him, obviously. Just like Actually, not every no. liberal likes gonna, Hillary. No, I'm gonna. No, this is this is what's strange about it is I don't think that he can win. I I, I really don't think that Cruz is the man to win the job. I, I like agree. some of the things he does, but I don't think that he can he can he can win the nomination. Um, you know, that being said, there's going to be a lot more that throw their rings in the hat. I'm not a Rand Paul guy either. Uh, but, and I am a conservative, but I just don't think Cruz has what it takes to win. I think he's Mitt Romney-like and doesn't want well, I don't think he's Romney-like. I think Romney's far uh, more liberal or moderate, if you will, than Ted Cruz. Well, I think Mitt Romney's far more reasonable than Ted Cruz. I agree. That's why he's yeah, more well, moderate Cruz is a whole, <laughs> Ted Cruz is very... All right, I, and he's what he's. I think what he's trying to do is uh, get the Reagan uh, Republicans fired up again. But you know, we got a whole new. We have a whole new uh, group coming up, voting group coming up, and it it seems like it's turning more liberal each day. Uh, I just don't think Cruz has the fight in him that uh, and Romney. Didn't want to take the gloves off. It's we're in a different time now. You have to get down and dirty because that's what that's what politics are all about. And these guys don't have the guts to do it. Yeah, I think Ted Cruz does get down and dirty. I think he's got a lot of fight in him. It's fight in completely the wrong direction, as far as I'm concerned. But I don't think this is a guy who doesn't fight. In fact, I think he fights so hard, so wrongheadedly that he actually harms Republicans. So well, he's going into he's going. Far, far, far wait, wait, wait a minute, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Mark, I agree with you on harming Republicans. Ted, because Ted Cruz is not a Republican. He is not a libertarian. He is a Tea Republican. And there's right. a huge difference. Tea Party members are very conservative. They're very religious. And they have tried to, successfully to a degree, 
hijacked the Republican Party, and that's what Ted Cruz is trying to do. Would you agree with us, caller? Wait, our caller's conservative. Jack, would you agree with that, that Ted Cruz is a T-publican, not a real Republican, and that he and his his party, that really should be their own party, are trying to hijack the GOP? I don't know if they're trying to hijack him, but I do agree, Leslie, with what you're saying. He's extremely right, and he is a, he's doing what the Tea Party wants. He's doing exactly what the Tea Party people want, being way, way right. And I, I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if you can win an election being that far right. I don't think he can win, uh, which is why, as a liberal Democrat, I'd love to see him get the nomination. I think if he got the nomination, Democrats could win more than 40 states against him. So go, Ted, go. Yeah, I told you that. I don't think the guy can win. I said that earlier. I really don't. But we'll see. All right. Uh, thank you for your call. We're going to take a quick. I got to tell you, I watch you all the time. You're my favorite liberal. Oh, well, you're a smart man. (laughs) (laughs) Now you just got to start listening and absorbing and believing what I'm telling you on television. (laughs) All right, Jack, appreciate it. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. When we come back, more of your calls. Hang tight. 8886 Leslie. 8886537543. We're talking about Ted Cruz. We're talking about him not being born in the United States. And we're also going to talk about a little thing called the Affordable Care Act. Hmm. What kind of insurance is Ted Cruz going to have? What do you think? Biggest hypocrite. And we are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. And keep in mind that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance at Geico.com. Let's continue with the calls. Michael in the Bronx joins us next. Michael, good afternoon. Um, How you doing and what's your take on this? Hello, Leslie. Hello, Mark. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You're going to be hearing me every hour, every first hour from now on. So uh, lots of chance for you, old faithful. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much, man. And they're playing. And that's a way for Michael and some others who want to call twice in a show. That's to call. true. You can because you can call Mark in hour one me. and then call me in either hour two or three. See that? You know true. how much I love to speak to both of you because I love you guys. Well, we appreciate that, Michael. Uh, what do you think about uh, Ted Cruz being born in uh, Canada? And you know what? I, I, I can't let it go. Can we can we break uh, next hour down into two? We can talk about Cruz and Bergdahl. Do you think we could do that, guys? What do you think? We'll, we'll... Whatever you wish. Okay. Well, Mark, what do you think? Do you think we could do it? Sure. We got the Obamacare part of, of Cruz. Yeah, we got to talk. Oh, I can't just let that go. I can't let that go. I heard that yesterday, and I just had that little grin. I'm like, God does have a sense of humor. Anyway, Michael, go ahead. Thanks. I got um, pretty much a lot to say on this matter about the birthing thing. You know, I would not say that we're stooping to uh, to um, Republicans' level because it becomes a serious legal matter. Now, adding to everything that uh, you, Mark, some of the other callers have stated about Ted Cruz and his um, birth certificate, his citizenship status, the one crucial thing is, and again, Republicans brought this on themselves when they were harassing President Obama about his birth certificate. And they said, and I quote, that U.S. president has to be born in the United States. And a question was asked, well, what if he's the offspring of an American citizen but born elsewhere? What did the Republicans say? They said, no, it must be here on U.S. soil. So not only was Obama born on U.S. soil, but his parents 
or one of his parents was also an American citizen. So you got two bases covered right there. When you look at Ted Cruz's situation, based on Republican standards now, and from what I understand is the law and the Constitution, again, you got to be born on American soil to be a U.S. citizen, even if the parents are not U.S. citizens. Mr. Cruz was born in Canada, even though his mother was an American citizen, according to Republican standards, it does not hold water. He's not an American citizen. He really cannot be running for president. Now, some people may say, oh, well, he will never win the nomination and blah, blah, blah. You know, perhaps in credibility and integrity-wise, he probably wouldn't win the nomination. But let's not forget about Florida 2000. Let's not forget the shenanigans in 2008 and 2012 in Florida and Ohio and all these other um, three states that have been somewhat influenced by Republicans. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.